I have a different school of thought. A lot of people come to me and say, oh, let's put solar on the house and get my energy bills down. Mm -hmm. But the ROI or your return on your investment mm -hmm. for that is mm -hmm. six to eight and a half years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes folks aren't in their home that long. They may get transferred from a job, et cetera, that doesn't allow them to see that uh, mm -hmm. return on their investment. Mm -hmm. There are... Um, many things inside a home that you could focus on before we even get to solar. And some of these things, the ROI is in like six months. Welcome to Home Green Homes podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green home advisor and a green realtor. Here I invite variety of experts in the world of green homes and have conversations about how we can all live in healthy, resilient, and efficient homes. My guests provide insight in a wide range of topics from designing, building, and living in green homes, purchasing or financing green homes and improvements, to how we can live to reduce the negative environmental impact from the way we live. My goal is to inspire and inform you about how we can make a difference in our own lives and our environment. So hello, this is Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes. Today I have Carl Rees. Uh, he is with CR Environmental and I'm going to let him um, tell us more about who, who he is, what he does. Carl, thank you so much for coming here today and I'm so grateful to have you and can you please tell us about yourself and what you do? Thank you for the invite, Azumi. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to uh, your viewers on energy efficiency. I'm a uh, general contractor, licensed general contractor here in Southern California for the last 23 years. Uh, I also am a NASHI home inspector. That probably doesn't mean much to your viewers, but it's the world's largest organization of home inspectors. Um, uh, they have very high standards for who they allow to be in their organization as far as uh, your background and your continued education. And then uh, building on top of that, we also do environmental, which is mold, lead, and asbestos abatement. And I'm a certified HAZWOPer uh, for OSHA. Mm -hmm. So we're uh, licensed uh, to uh, disperse chemicals and cleaning for sanitization, things like that, category three leaks, plumbing leaks, etc. And we've been doing mold for years and years. Uh, but I also, one of the hats I wear is uh, years and years ago, I was a certified Energy Star uh, energy auditor. Mm -hmm. And uh, when Barack Obama took office, they made some changes where they were going to primarily focus on industrial buildings and commercial buildings rather than residential. And because most of my business is residential, mm -hmm. uh, those certifications fell away for, for me as an opportunity to do energy audits in homes. Prior to that, uh, the leadership was really interested in getting homes up to energy standards. A lot of people don't realize the money they lose out of their monthly budget in energy. So I jumped in with both feet because a lot of people were complaining about the tiered electrical system, and I'm sure we'll get into that today. Mm -hmm. But that's a little background on me. Okay, thank you so much. And you have 
tons of qualifications that we can go to all kinds of different topics here. But today, I wanted to focus on the energy audit that you provide. And one of the reasons why um, I invited you is because you had a home inspected for energy efficiency. And uh, I am uh, interested in having you talk about more about the value or why we have why I had the energy audit and why it's beneficial. And so uh, can you, um, I know energy audit is just one of the many things that you do, but uh, since we're gonna be talking more about this, if you can please explain what energy audit is and what it involves. Yeah, absolutely. Most people, when they hear audit, they panic. You think IRS audit, but in that case, an audit's a good thing to have on your home. Yeah especially mm -hmm. if you're concerned with your electric bills in the home and the energy bills. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's usually the first point of contact. Somebody's contacting my office uh, to come out and look at their home in, mm -hmm. the, in the perspective of a contractor, looking at the, the home and not critiquing the home as far as the wear and tear like a home inspection, but we're more primarily focused on where is the energy leaking from the home. Mm. And I have a different school of thought. A lot of people come to me and say, oh, let's put solar on the house and get my energy bills down. Mm -hmm. But the ROI or your return on your investment for mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. six to eight and a half years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes folks aren't in their home that long. They may get transferred from a job, et cetera, that doesn't allow them to see that uh, mm -hmm. return on their investment. Mm -hmm. There are... Um, many things inside a home that you could focus on before we even get to solar. And some of these things, the ROI is in like six months. For an example, when I walk through a home, I, I tend to look at the light bulbs in the house, not because I'm a light bulb salesman, but because <laughs> if you switch to LED lighting, you'll find that your energy usage will drop about a quarter of mm. what you're paying now, especially if you're in tier two or tier three in the payment system for mm -hmm. Southern California Edison, which is uh, our electric provider on Pine Mountain Club. So usually I like to say, hey, you have 153 bulbs in this house. It's a you know 3,000 square foot house and you really should take all these bulbs and throw them away. Don't even wait for them to burn out because if you wait for those bulbs to burn out, uh, you're losing out on the return on the investment. Right. Um, the, the second thing that I look at when I walk through the home is I get in through the attic space and measure the amount of insulation. Most homeowners never step foot in their attic only to get their Christmas uh, decorations out. Right. <laughs> as a builder, the codes have changed through the years. When uh, the homes were built in Pine Mountain Club in the 70s, the energy codes were almost non-existent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they have very little insulation. And the builder usually only puts what's required by the county or the state to put in the home. And they don't put an inch above that. Yeah. But if you improve that insulation on the home, you'll find that your electric bills or your air conditioning bills will be much less. I use the analogy, it's like putting coffee in a drinking glass or putting it in a thermos. Yeah. You put it in a drinking glass, your coffee is going to get cold right away. And you're heating your home either with wood or propane or natural gas. And if you don't have proper insulation, that energy is being lost through the ceiling and out through the building envelope. 
if you put it in a thermos, which is akin to having two layers of insulation, mm -hmm. your house is going to stay much cozier. You're going to eliminate some of those drafts. You're going to uh, eliminate cold pockets and cold rooms because the, the warm air and energy will be more dispersed through the home. Mm -hmm. And adding insulation isn't a substantial cost. Uh, next to light bulbs, it's probably the second cheapest thing that you can do to your home. And most homeowners could do it on the weekend themselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's, uh, let me show you the uh, little video that I got when you did an uh, inspection and, and see what you said. Okay. Let me uh, share screen. Although I am going to pull up the video first. Okay. And oh, I'm going to go to full screen and I am going to share my screen. Hold on. Here we go. Carlos, tell me what you found in that house today. So of a house this age, there's typical things that we see from home to home. Generally, we see leaking ductwork in the attic or in the crawl space, because when these homes were built, a 24% leakage was a pass. Today, you have to have less than 8% on new construction and 6% leakage on a retrofit. So if you think of a straw that has a hole in it, it's not very efficient. And so if your ducts aren't sealed where they make a mechanical connection to either your furnace or to the register vent that comes into the room, if it's leaking around there, then your conditioned air that you're making that hot air in the wintertime is not coming into the home. It's being lost in the crawl space or the attic. Traditionally, that's the, the number one thing that we see in a lot of homes. There is some air leakage that's consistent with a home that was built in this era. And I recommend caulking and sealing those air leaks. Okay. So that's what this, this was a couple of years ago. So your beer is yeah. <laughs> Who is that young, good looking guy? <laughs> yeah. So um, my house is 2005. So it's, it's relatively new in this community. There's a lot of uh, homes around here that were built in the 70s and 80s. Um, and I know that when we're saying energy audit, I think these days they're, um, they also are starting to call um, an efficient energy, uh, efficiency, a uh, home performance evaluation. Is that yes. what they call yes. it? Yeah. So they, I think they're kind of changing that the verbiage a little bit to sound a little bit, I don't know, uh, friendly or something as opposed to audit, like you said, it could be a little bit startling. So um, yeah, tell us about, um, you know, some of the things that you found that typically in, in this house and, um, you know, what the, the results will be, like you said ROI, but some of the are our eye is just, you know, not just the energy bill, but the air quality inside um, and some of the uh, other things that that can improve in the house. Sure, sure. Like the video just mentioned, when we're in the attic looking at the insulation depth, mm -hmm. we're also looking at that ductwork that flows through the attic. Right. And today the ducts are uh, have better insulation but mm -hmm. the homeowner doesn't have to start there you can look for gaps or leaks 
mm -hmm. the insulation or in the ductwork rather. And if you seal those up, you're going to get more air circulation through the house. It mm -hmm. will be better air quality because you don't want insulation being mixed in with your fresh breathing air or the conditioned air in the home. Right. Um, we, I think people need to start at where do we want to uh, save money? Is it most, most homeowners don't approach me and say, okay, we want a new furnace and we want a new uh, solar and we want new, 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 new. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you would be better off for a return on your investment to talk to a realtor about looking at a newer home right. that falls under new energy codes than retrofitting. Right. But don't give up hope. Don't turn off the video yet. You should, <laughs> should really look at... Mm -hmm. Uh, changing out the bulbs because honestly it will drop your electric rate by about a quarter percent on the average home of uh, say 1200 square foot or larger mm -hmm. just that alone will bring you out of those higher more expensive tiers down to the right. 21 cents a kilowatt or down to 17 cents a kilowatt mm -hmm. if you look at your bill you are paying on a tiered system the more you use the more you get punished and lighting is the single source for the most energy loss in a home the second is refrigeration. Mm -hmm. so often see clients that have two refrigerators, one in the one in the garage, one in the main home, uh -huh. and one in the garage is absolutely empty. Right. That second refrigerator, especially if it was built in the early 90s, mm -hmm. is uh, really using a lot of electricity. If it's older than 1990, you should throw it away. Mm -hmm. uh, the newer refrigerators use less than a 75 watt mm -hmm. light bulb. Mm -hmm. on new refrigerant, etc. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's back up to, you know, air quality. How can we find, you know, some of these leaks? Mm -hmm. uh, some of the tattletale signs are you'll see um, dirty insulation wrapped around the duct where air is being pulled through the insulation and it's trapping attic dust. Right. So it'll look like it has a stain on it. Mm -hmm. As a contractor, that's something that will catch your eye. Mm -hmm. If you pull that insulation back a little bit, you'll see gaps in the mechanical connections where one piece fits into the next. If you can stick your finger through it, then you're really losing a lot of the energy. And back in the 70s, when some of our homes were built, that, those kinds of leaks were okay because we were only paying 10 cents a kilowatt. But we don't pay 10 cents anymore. <laughs> some homes pay 31 cents a kilowatt. Yes, yes. So uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, your, your, your average store, you can get a bucket of duct sealant. It's mm. like a paste that comes in a one gallon bucket and you paint it on with a paintbrush and you could right. go through your attic on a Saturday and mm. seal these leaks up, improve your air quality, improve the comfort of your home without changing the furnace. And it's a small investment, maybe less than 20, $25 mm -hmm. all in. That's the brush, a pair of gloves, and the duct <laughs> sealant. Yeah. And so if you, if you notice a lot of dust in your home, you mm -hmm. usually have uh, leaking ductwork. If you're dusting every week and seeing a lot of dust, you sneeze a lot when you're home, you mm -hmm. should have a, a, somebody that's an HVAC professional or an energy auditor come out and take a look at the ductwork right. in the home. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and in the beginning, you said that, uh, mentioned about, you know, that you have a different school of thought that, you know, solar, having solar is not necessarily the answer. And I'm kind of on the same wavelength because a lot of people rush to get the solar panels on without getting your home uh, it, itself uh, uh, audited. In order. 
Right, yeah. exactly. And I always tell people, and, and it's it's really interesting that maybe because of the panel, solar panel industry really um, trying to sell, but I don't hear uh, about, you know, you should get your insulation done before you put the solar panel because otherwise you're just wasting a lot of energy that you're creating, right? You're generating. Yeah. And so can you speak to that? Like, you know, like you said, ROI, you're better off getting your insulation done, your air leaks sealed before you even consider putting on the panel. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Most of the investors that I work for that own, um, you know, rental properties, mm -hmm. etc., they're concerned with getting energy audits done on their rental properties because if they can keep their tenants' electric bills low, then those tenants don't struggle to make right. their monthly rent payments. Yeah. yeah. So this is a good place to start. And all of my investors are very frugal. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're not necessarily looking at putting solar on their buildings uh, right out of the chute. They're more interested in spending less than a couple hundred dollars to put bulbs in and mm -hmm. get the energy down. And mm -hmm. then maybe uh, less than seven, $800 to blow some insulation into the attic to make the house super comfortable. Mm -hmm. And uh, the furnace will run much less during the winter months. Right. It will still run and keep the house really cozy, but it will be longer times before the furnace cycles up. Right. And so if we're talking about insulation, we should talk about radiant foil. Mm -hmm. It is now required as a building requirement it, on the roof. When I build a new home, mm -hmm. it has to have radiant foil already adhered to the plywood that we use for the roof. Mm -hmm. And this, it's essentially industrial tin foil. Mm -hmm. And that foil will repel 97% of the radiant heat wow. that's coming in from the sun. Mm -hmm. So in the summertime, when we're trying to keep our houses cool, Right. We want to repel that sun's energy mm -hmm. back out into space and not into our attic and make it stuffy and hot. Mm -hmm. That's just right out of the chute. That's required now for new homes. Right. We can retrofit that foil on the inside of the house. Mm -hmm. We staple it to the ceiling of the attic. Mm -hmm. It looks like the inside of maybe the space shuttle's uh, trunk. Mm -hmm. uh, so it looks super uh, hi-fi or sci-fi on the inside. Yeah. But what it's doing is it's lowering your energy bills for the house. It will keep the heat in in the wintertime and mm -hmm. keep the heat out right. in summertime. And radiant foil, last we bid it, it was less than a dollar a square foot. So if you have a 1,200 square foot house and it's two-story, you probably have maybe six, 700 square feet of mm -hmm. attic space that needs mm -hmm. to be done. Right. And that alone you'll see be probably somewhere between a five and a six percent uh, increase in energy efficiency in the home by adding that radiant foil. So that's yeah. usually done in conjunction with uh, putting in the insulation. Right. How about the crawl space? Because we found that our uh, insulation below our floor were falling and um, some parts were gone. And um, isn't that part of the, the insulation? Yeah. Yes, yes. So in the building envelope, you have insulation at your crawl space if you're on post and pier, like a lot of the homes are in um, uh, Pine Mountain Club. Uh, back east, we're on usually basements. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and then some places in Santa Clarita and other places in Southern California are on a slab, concrete slab foundation. Mm -hmm. But if you have a crawl space, yes, it's a, it's a good idea to inspect. Uh, once in a while, we'll get animals that will uh, want to pull down some of the yeah. insulation. You might get a raccoon or something that might uh, found its way into, mm -hmm. into the house. So that should be inspected. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and if it's wet or if it's uh, compromised, it should just be thrown away. Insulation is not that expensive to replace one or two pieces here or there. Right. Um, the, the, the main thing I would say is that the, the insulation needs to be consistent. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have one area that's missing, even if it's a couple feet, that's right. a spot that cold, cold uh, transfer is going to take place. And when you walk on your floor in your kitchen, if you find that it's cold when you walk out there in your bare feet, you right. might want to look in the crawl space and see yeah. if your insulation hasn't fallen down. Yeah, and this applies to any um, general, generally uh, residential properties in Southern California in general, like where it's it doesn't get as cold as it it may in the higher elevation, like where we are, or uh, maybe by the ocean where. They may get a little bit moisture uh, from the ocean that apply to other homes as well. Yes, yes. So if you're living in Southern California and you're not concerned with keeping the heat in, you're you're looking to cool your home. Right. It, it's the same. Your your house is essentially a refrigerator during the the summer months, and you're running AC to refrigerate right your, your home to make it comfortable. Yeah. And better sealed that in that energy envelope is. Mm -hmm. the lower your energy cost will be over time. Mm -hmm. And so some of these investments that you make into your home are minor investments. And the way we order them mm -hmm. in a energy audit mm -hmm. is that we order them in the order of cost. What is the lowest cost? So if I, let's say we do replace those light bulbs to uh, compact fluorescent or better yet uh, LED lighting, mm -hmm. and I spend $300. If my return on my investment is in six months, mm -hmm. in six months, I earned the $300 back I invested. The next six months, I now have $300 to put towards the insulation. Yeah. So these things compound like a savings account. And I think people are afraid that they don't immediately see that return. And they, they think, well, I'm investing into a home that I may not keep long term. But we need to change that thinking a little bit and think of it as a savings account. Right. Not only, I recently sold a, a property that I had. It was a, a rental unit. And I had gone through the place top to bottom while I lived in the, the unit mm -hmm. uh, because I wanted it to be energy efficient for myself. So right. each month, my electric bills were much, much less. My mm -hmm. propane costs were much, much less. I put in a um, on-demand uh, hot water heater. Mm -hmm. which saved me a ton. Uh, uh, On-demand hot water heater does not burn propane while you're away from the home. It only right. turns on an instant hot water for you when you need it. Mm. Now, when I sold that property, I listed all the energy efficient items that I did, making that house more valuable mm -hmm. than the house down the street that's the same comp Right. Uh, for the same square footage, mm -hmm. my house sold faster because it had those energy improvements, mm -hmm. or I like to think so. Right. Well, that's a great point. I'm, I was going to ask you if um, your uh, request to have energy audits, are you getting more in the recent years, or is it something that that we have to, we, some somebody like myself, um, 
you know, I am a green realtor. So I always recommend the buyers to get energy audits done. But do you do you notice any um, increase of awareness about the uh, checking on your uh, uh, performance level in your homes? Sure. So the way we're contacted generally is for a home inspection. Real estate transaction is taking place and they want a professional to come through and make sure that uh, the home is safe and there's uh, uh, not any unforeseen uh, items, Mm -hmm. deficiencies in the home. When my office talks to them about that, we tell them that we do a cursory energy audit while we're doing the home inspection. Now it's not a full audit, Mm-hmm. But since I'm in the attic anyways, inspecting the structure right. and looking for deficiencies, if I see that the ductwork is disconnected or mm-hmm. the ductwork is leaking, or there's evidence that the, the furnace is at the end of its life cycle, mm-hmm. we mention that to them. Mm-hmm. And then we do a follow-up call with the, the, the client mm-hmm. and we go over all the items that came over into home inspection, right. as well as these are the items I would do right away as the new owner. I mm-hmm. would add insulation. I would add radiant foil. I would throw these bulbs away and put LED lighting in. Right. It seems silly to change out a light bulb when it's still working, but people don't realize how inefficient and how much they would save. And once you start to see the savings, now a true energy audit will come with a punch list of these are the items I recommend that you do. Mm-hmm. This is roughly about the cost of each one of these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And usually like the first two or three things on the list are things that homeowners can do themselves. Right. So they're not actually hiring out for a contractor to come in and do these things. Mm-hmm. These are tasks that could be easily done by any uh, DIY person. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that I had some pictures of you with some equipment that you brought in that the infrared um, scanner type thing where you uh, you can see on the walls that the, the uh, thermograph, what do you call that? Yes, yes. Yeah, so uh, we have a FLIR camera that we've used for the last 18 years. Uh, we've gone through a few of them. They seem mm-hmm. to improve over time and quality and resolution, yeah. but the camera sees heat and um, it translates that to colors on the screen. Right. So we can see where um, we've had clients in the past call us and say, we have a draft in the kitchen and we mm-hmm. cannot track it down. We've changed out the windows. We've right. added insulation in the attic. And when you walk through with a thermal camera, the thermal camera can see those air leaks coming into the home. So mm-hmm. we could pinpoint the draft in about 17 seconds <laughs> versus, you know, it, it um, it's tackling a problem scientifically rather than just throwing darts with a blindfold on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 quite amazing what we can see in in these you know recent years with the new technologies. And I know that in some states, uh, energy audits are being required for new transactions, and some mm-hmm. uh, municipalities are offering the energy audits for free. Wow. So I would love to get, I would love to see that happening, you know, in California as well. <laughs> it's, it's not only good for the investment into your home, right. your primary investment, mm-hmm. but it's also a, uh, the, the savings that you're going to see over time mm-hmm. helps the economy in general. 
Right. Because you're not throwing money away every single month to the electric yeah. company when you open that bill and you go, oh my goodness, yeah. it's now up to $160. It's now $175. Well, it's going to keep going up right. because that's just the direction that the Energy Commission is working on. Mm -hmm. Every year they ask for about a 13% increase and they give them about a 3 or 4% increase. Yeah. And we are just inundated with these bills. And if there's right. a way just to break that cycle by mm -hmm. making a small investment, right. saying, okay, I'm going to start with bulbs, then I may move on to insulation, mm -hmm. or I may have somebody come out and inspect my duct work and seal mm -hmm. that up. Mm -hmm. If I can get that sealed, make my house more comfortable. And then when the bill comes, you go, oh, I got it down to 125. I got it down to 75. Wow, a $65 electric bill. I mean, this is the direction you want to take it, especially yeah. when everyone's watching their their spending these days. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Carl. It's it, it's quite um, informative. I hope that it's helping our audience to 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 learn that there are things that you can do before you put the solar panels on to reduce your energy bill and breathe some better quality indoor air. And yeah. especially for us, you know, we have fires uh, coming through in the in mountains and um, it's, it's great to have uh, good indoor air quality and energy efficiency. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And it, the, the thermal camera will show you a lot more than just mm -hmm air leaks. Mm -hmm. Camera can show you electrical hotspots. Right. So if you have loose connections in your breaker box, those loose connections could be causing you higher electric bills. So if you haven't had the home inspected or looked at in, I would say over two, three years, mm -hmm. it's time to have a professional walk through the house and spend just a little bit of time with right. you. And if they right. have a thermal camera, they can show you where some of these energy leaks are. Right. And, um, just one brief note when you were speaking to the wildfires that we have, if you haven't changed out your filters in your right. forced air unit, you right. should change them out now. Mm -hmm. uh, those people say, oh, I change them once a year, once every six months. You should do them once a quarter. Yeah. Um, and it get will improve. Better ones. Yes, get better ones, but don't get the best. Mm -hmm. they're, so, they're sold on a MERV rating, mm -hmm. ERV. Mm -hmm. And the higher the MERV, the tighter the weave on right. furnace. They sell MERV 16s at uh, Home Depot and Lowe's. And those right. are at the top end of the scale. Uh -huh. A MERV 6 or a MERV 5 are the budget ones. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go for the budget ones because the holes are just too, <laughs> too yeah. big on those. Yeah. And don't use the 16s because the 16s can make your air conditioning system ice up. Those 16s are made for commercial use only. Oh, okay. So you want to you wanna aim for maybe an, a MERV 11 or a MERV 13. Mm -hmm. And those are still the HEPA pleated uh, right. ones that catch a lot of the uh, skin cell dust mm -hmm. uh, or skin cells, dried skin cells, mm -hmm. dust, mites, etc. Right. And um, if you run your furnace a lot, uh, definitely take that uh, filter and throw it in the trash and get yourself right. a new one and improve the air quality and lower the dust in the house. Yeah, that's good. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. So, and you service uh, not more than uh, more than just uh, mountain communities, but Southern California in general, correct? 
Yes, we're working on a project right now in Malibu, and we go as far uh, south as San Diego, uh, oh, wow. Marines, and okay. uh, yes, and then in the past uh, year or so, we've been up to the Bay Area on oh, wow. on a project up there for the environmental company. So we <laughs> we're we're all over. Yeah. So how can <laughs> how can people find you? Tell us uh, how to find you or con contact you. Oh, probably the website is carlreese.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Carl with C, last name is R-E-E-S-E.com. Um, and feel free to reach out to me if you just have a question, not necessarily work-driven or you want right. to do it yourself. I always encourage do-it-yourselfers to tackle it if they can. Mm -hmm. Save yourself even more money. Right. I'm happy to coach you, coach you over the phone or if you live in Pine Mountain Club, I'm a full-timer up here, so uh, I'm happy to help. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Carl. I, I will, um, I'm very sure that people would appreciate what you had to show us today. Oh, so well, thank, thank you for you having so me. Much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>